Let's do this. Try, try, let's do this. All right, let's do this. Here we go. Hello, everyone. This is Mike. I'm Susie. And this is Playlisting with Mike and Susie. Uh, uh, we decided to make a podcast because I love making playlists. I think you do, too. Yeah, I like to make playlists. And uh, I always come up with different ideas for different types of scenarios to make a playlist. Like, um, like a kind of like how some movies where people go, oh, this is like a car chase song or... If you're watching something, or oh, this is a fight song, or right, oh, this, this is will a... be like a bank heist song. Yeah. So I came up with, or we came up with the idea, I should say, of let's start making a podcast where we make different types of playlists for different scenarios. So in case just... we ever need to heist a bank, exactly. So this one was kind of a weird one. It was like um, inspired by. That beginning scene in Delaware's Prada where um, all the models are getting ready to go and we see Andy, our main protagonist, and she's also getting ready. She's in a hurry and they're playing that great, like, perfect movie montage song, uh, Suddenly I See by Katie Tunstall. There's just so many songs that are like that from that time, like the late 90s, early 2000s, where there's just, there's a movie where there's somebody hustling and bustling to go to work to their office job, and there's like these, I don't know if you say fast-paced, not fast-paced. I would say almost an overused trope is getting ready to go to work in an... 90s early 2000s they have movie. A, like a tumbler mostly yeah like a tumbler like a big coffee and they got toast in their mouth like they feel like it was always a woman and it kind of played into like a subconsciously like woman's empowerment movement where like women can be um just as work oriented as men are and maybe like a coffee in one hand a high heel in the other just like jumping almost over the threshold on their way out of their apartment yeah, like they almost die like 30 struggling. times. Struggling. <laughs> yes, exactly. They get hit by a car. No. They, they'll... they'll uh, the, you the, can't kill her in the first five minutes. No, but you know, they that happens. Like a car will pull up and the pull puddle will go on her. Right, yes, yes. Um. So this is that playlist of songs that would be in that scene of that movie. And I'm a lady with unruly hair and I'm late for work. And you could also be a guy too. Guys also could be late for work. I don't know. I feel like I'm going with women on this one. So, <laughs> all right, so let's start it off. So what, what would you say the first song would be? Do, should we, do we put in Suddenly I See in this playlist? Well, yeah, because that's, okay. that's the so that's in starting there. point, yeah. So, all right, so what else, what other songs would be in there? Um, I feel like a really good fit is a song called Breathless by the Coors. Yeah, that would be good. Um, let's see, is that, it's got that starting, like, breathy vocal. Yeah. And then it, it goes, bam, 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 bam. yeah, so it goes right 
straight to a fast paced kind of thing. Yeah, it's very fast paced. It's very movie montagey. Yeah, I could see opinion. it. I could see it. So I have something that's kind of it's a little bit more low key, but kind of also fast paced at the same time. Um, David Gray's Babylon. It's kind of like early morning guy going to work. Maybe he's not hustling and bustling, but maybe he's walking to work. Maybe, maybe this it's is still dark out almost. The this sun's would just be coming up. yeah. Maybe the this is like the guy's point of view of that day, and then the woman is doing the <laughs> the breathless. Yeah, or or the KT Tunstall. Right. All right. So, um, do you have any other songs? I have a bunch here. Um, All right. So you you do I yours on the one. Um, I wrote down "Every Day Is a Winding Road" by Shell Crow. Yes, perfect. gets right to that point of like she's always in a hurry i feel like during this montage maybe like her significant other is holding out her handbag for her like she almost forgets her purse yeah on her way out of the apartment and like maybe he's just standing there holding it for a kind of like a duh moment like you now, need this like that kind of like a corny thing like now that. would this be for the part like would this be a city it's or a I'm, city in i'm my thinking mind, more city. i'm thinking more of her in a car no. Uh, in mine, I feel like she kind of stumbles and almost, like, loses her Metro card. And, like, she's, like, looking for her Metro card. She's, like, getting on the subway. My thing is, I think of the video, and it's more, like, um, autumn kind of feel. And maybe she's driving in a car, and there's foliage, but she's still, it's still... Where is she commuting from? No, no, it's not a city landscape. She's driving, like, she lives in a regular town... And she's going to work. Where does she work? Like, like what kind of job she has, or where? where I'm asking geography? you, like, what type of commute is this? Is this like a forty-minute commute? No, from this like, is like suburbia into like a metropolitan area. Is that to, what you're trying to, to, to make sense of, like, to to think of a a scene? I don't know. I, can't think I feel of like the... you're doing a different montage now. I, well, I like... think that song is good. I feel like the foliage out the window is the montage of her maybe going to see her mother's grave in the cemetery maybe... in like upstate mm. New York, and she's got to drive through trees to get to this grave site. Uh, every day. Here's the thing. The video for that was very like uh, brownie, um, beigey Yeah, tones. all of Cheryl Crow's stuff was the brown and the beige. Not really. <laughs> Not really, no. She had some dark stuff. She had, like, the rust colors. All right, so I guess it's my turn. Uh, what did I put? David Gray in the last one? Let's do, um... I have two Natasha Benningfield songs. <laughs> who is the, um... I'm, I'm surprised we didn't even talk about her yet. This, this... Playlist wouldn't be complete without a Natasha Bedingfield song. I feel like both songs could definitely. Well, be we on could put both songs. So, yeah. uh, the first one is Unwritten. Today is where your 
and then perfect. yeah, and then the next one is Pocket Full of Sunshine. Almost literally, it would have to be a extremely sunny montage. What about these words? Is the sun's that, just coming up. Is the song called These Words? Or is it just called um, Words? Something like that. I could look it up. But maybe that instead? No, I feel like that's in the movie. It's in the same movie, but again, it's a different scene where like, maybe she just met this guy and... She doesn't want to be interested in him because she's so busy with work. Yeah. And, like, like she's kind of interested in this guy, but, like, it's hard for her because she hasn't been in love. She hasn't given love a chance in a while. I'm looking at Natasha Bedingfield right now. She looks crazy. Yeah, she's a crazy lady. She she a, let's see how old ta- Natasha Bedingfield is. Sorry, we're going to take a little what detour. A, what a tangent. Let's see how old he is. She looks like she was... Like, when she was popular, she was 35. Let's see. I wouldn't be surprised. No, she's only 39. Now? Yeah. She was born 1981. On my mother's birthday. Oh, wow. So, so Natasha Benningfield, those three songs by Natasha Benningfield. I feel like these words are not... That song is not on... But it's got those strings. It's got those strings that would be in that kind of scene. Yeah. Because it's like, burp, burp, like it, it cuts at you. Yeah, I I guess I have to agree because you're really passionate about it. When those strings, when those violin uh, strings come on, it's kind of harsh, and that like because there's three of them, bump, 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 like that. So like she could get almost hit three times. I'm gonna be honest. By a car. Your certainty about this subject is frightening to me, so I'm not gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna let you ride so, on that one. All right, so let's put three of those on. Let's put all three Natasha Bedingfield singles. Go for it. Are we gonna scatter them? Or are they back to back to back? Well, that's the thing with playlists. You could <laughs> you could just put random. Yeah. You can just put anything you want there and put random. Mm-hmm. It's not like a mixtape. This is a playlist. You, you're definitely right. I have um, a song by Kelly Clarkson, who, again, might be one of the queens of this type of pop. Um, song is, I mean, it's hard to pick one Kelly Clarkson song, but it's stronger in parentheses, What Doesn't Kill You. What doesn't kill you makes you Yes. And I feel like that one's really like, uh, maybe she's angry. Uh-huh. Like the protagonist maybe just had her heart broken and she's like really diving headfirst into burying herself in her work. Um, kind of, uh, spitefully. Yeah. I, I don't know. What, what was the song again? What was it called? Stronger. Oh, Stronger. Yeah. I mean, it's, 
it's not really a starting of the movie song. Does it have to be the start of the movie? Or are you just talk about the start of the movie? It's the start of her day. I don't know. Maybe. I guess we could put it on it. Oh, it's on there. Okay, I'm sorry. I already put it on there. Alright, so I'll do mine. Next is um I have a bunch of songs. What do I want to put? Alright, let's do this. Let's let's put in now all these movies had um like a late nineties, early two thousands breakbeat electronica song. Yes. Um they would have Moby or Fatboy Slim. Yeah, for um, sure. It wasn't it wouldn't be complete without it. So I'm gonna pick the one I think that was in every movie at the time, mm-hmm. which was uh Wise Guys Ooh La La. gold yeah i feel like that you could have any type of you could have a cooking now there's montage. two you could have running in the rain montage <laughs> there's two songs that i was gonna pick which is either that song or propeller heads history repeating but i think that one's a little too edgy uh, i think really ooh la la you probably hit the and then also they all they have another song called Start the Commotion that was also in every other movie. Like why the Ooh La La was in every movie and Start the Commotion was in the movies that that song wasn't in at the time. This I think it's got to be 98, 99 when that came out. Yeah, maybe 2000. It's all a blur. It's all the same. All right. So what do you have? Um honestly I have a couple that I think are a little too quiet for this scene in the movie, but they're definitely... I have a lot of quiet ones. Rom-com, but I feel like that's another playlist, totally. Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe segue into another playlist, or do you want to do a separate episode? We could do a separate thing for a different playlist. Well, uh, one that I do want to include, which is definitely on the quieter side, but really fits with the whole theme, is um, the original version of There She Goes, not the... Sixpence on the richer version, but the one by the laws. The laws. That would go on. That would be at the start. That was in a lot of start of the movies. Right. That was um. Just the protagonist in my mind is a little angrier than that. Like she's be- a little more in a rush than that. I believe that was in the start of So I Married an Axe Murderer. I believe that was at the start of the mo- of the movie, I but I think it was a re-recorded version of it. Um, I don't know who did. I think. Maybe the laws did it. No, no, Spencer. They did that for a different movie, right? Or was it just for their album? I don't know. It was on their album. It was on the same album as "Kiss Me." Yeah, but that was used in very famously, and she's all that. Now, all right, it's it's still good because that that could be start of the movie. Ladies going to work, not necessarily hustling and bustling. Honestly, I feel like it's more of the end of the movie where she's happy now. 
No. He's kind of contented. That's with a start song. Doing. No, I'd put it in the start of the movie. It's quiet. Sets though. the scene. It's not very quiet. It's jangly. Not quiet. Mm. All right. So, um,. I have I think I have a good one which is Savage Gardens I want you That is a good one. That's a good one. That has like that very electronic kind of flavor to it. Yeah, and it's 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 upbeat. It gets to the point. It's it's that sound. It's this is a lot of people wearing like uh, remember that like metallicy leather. Yes. Yeah. Cranberry frosted pleather. A lot of like silvery, matte clothes. Yeah. Or um, maybe like the really like um stiff denim. Stiff denim. Oh, stiff denim. Remember oh stiff God, denim? Yeah. And sometimes the denim had even like a metallic sheen to Mod it. Mod Squad. Ooh. Remember Mod Squad? I wish I could forget. Or um, like the guys wearing the uh, guys wearing a, a three button suit, which is not cool anymore. You can't wear three button suits anymore. I don't know. This about is that. three button suit. Um, I just remember ladies with way too many ponytails. Like you don't need that many ponytails. Or like the guy's hair was flat, but in the front the bangs went up. Yeah, but I feel like people still do that. No, like that flip front. Not flip front. No, not not the flip front. The spiky bangs. Oh go no! Up. Too scary. Spiky bangs. Too scary. Frost tips. Mark McGrath. Mm, I'm thinking more of the guy from Savage Garden. Oh, you're just thinking about Savage Garden? Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Because of the song? Yeah, but people were going to work like that. People were going to work looking like Savage Garden. I mean, probably. Do you have another one? Was there anyone who didn't look like that at the time? Um, I'm just looking at my list here. A lot of them, I feel like, belong on a different playlist. Um, Maybe Eve 6, Inside Out. Okay. Just because it has that 90s kind of movie montage mm-hmm. sound to it. But again, I, I don't know if it's in the scene that we're talking about. Well, how about this? It's soft, but it, it also it's not a bad introduction song uh, to a movie. It's not a bad intro. Uh, uh, maybe it is. Uh, Desiree's You Gotta Be. You Gotta Be is, yeah, it's definitely in the movie. Let's just talk about the rest of the songs we wrote down that are also definitely for sure in this same movie. All right, let's do that. Um, Go ahead. Basically, this is a movie where this woman is hurt to the point of being angry. And just, I feel like she's maybe dumped by this, like, alpha male super buried in work kind of guy and she feels like oh let me bury myself in my work also because women can also do that so now she has like a briefcase and she's kind of just even subconsciously just doing her most professional version of herself but what does she do she goes into a coffee shop where the guy behind the counter 
who's oh, like almost immediately falls in love. No, right she over doesn't again. fall in love, but like has that chance to. No, no, it's no. It's a chance encounter. She does not fall in love yet. No, because the guy screws up her order or spills something on well, her. No, yeah, she does. Let's picture. Let's 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 say it's Mark Ruffalo. It's not. Well, he's. He's definitely quirky enough, but he's a little too old for. Well, not now, Mark Ruffalo. This point. is nineties. Oh, it's the nineties. Yeah, for sure, it would be Mark late nineties. Mark Ruffalo. He's got that soft-spoken uh, New York style for sure to him, and he's, he's wearing, wearing stiff denim. He's wearing like a no, no. He's not wearing stiff denim. The stiff guy denim just, jeans. The, no, the guy that just dumped her is wearing the stiff denim jeans. No, the guy that just dumped her. He's the guy with the um. Or is he the Armani Exchange guy? Yeah, he's got like, <laughs> like that blue BMW. You know, remember that blue color BMWs? Sure. Yeah. Like the I don't know, like BMW blue. I guess that's what it's called. I don't know. It's more like a lapis. Yeah, it's 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 like a royal blue. Okay. Royal blue. And so Royal Blue BMW guy dumps her. Yeah, and he's wearing like those web sunglasses. There was a remember company Web. Sure, no, I don't, <laughs> but you do. So <laughs> they saw it at Neiman Marcus, and um, I wasn't shopping at Neiman Marcus when I was nine years old. I wasn't either. I was just called my, my brothers were. So <laughs> he's wearing the cool sunglasses. He dumps her. Or right. she dumps so him. She, I no, forgot what you said. He dumps her because just because he's uh, such a businessman, like yeah. maybe he needs to go to like China or Dubai or whatever, yeah. and she um is hurt by this because like she wants to go with him. She's all ready to pack up and just do whatever he needs her to do, and he just goes, "Oh no, you know, actually this is gonna take all of me, and mm-hmm. we need a break and everything like that." And you know, later on in the movie, you find out that he probably had another like girlfriend on the side or something. Yeah, there's all there, yeah. This guy, he he's, just, he he's has a terrible person. He, exactly, he, he's terrible. So she goes and she meets this quirky guy almost immediately, like maybe six, seven she's minutes not into thinking, the movie. She's, she's, not, she's thinking, not thinking of love at all. No, but he likes her. But he, he's kind of a jerk to her too. Like he's, he's playing not it a off. jerk, but he he's a silly person. Like he doesn't really know how to be suave. Mm-hmm. And he knows that, so he doesn't really try because she's kind of out of his league. Maybe he's and like, he knows it. Well, maybe maybe he doesn't like her because she's like a snobby person. He thinks she is, and then he finds out later that yeah. she was just acting that way because she was scorned. He's maybe like, oh, what are you doing? You know, don't do your Mark Ruffalo. You impression. with your. Uh... With I'm not going to tolerate yeah. your Mark Ruffalo impression right what now. What are those, like, uh, Manola Blahnik shoes? You coming here with those Manola Blahnik shoes? And he's, yeah, he's, like, mocking her. Yeah. And she's, like, blushing because she's just trying to be that No, person. she's not blushing. She's not blushing. No, she's blushing, like, She on, doesn't on like him. She doesn't like him. And they, he doesn't like her, but really, at the end, they get together and they like each other. You're, you're, you don't know how to write a romantic I, comedy. Oh, and you do. I'm doing good. I feel like she's kind of interested in him, but she doesn't want to be. Like, she's done with men right no, now. No, she does not like him at all. Because he's a jerk. And Why he is he a jerk? I thought he was a quirky, nerdy He is, guy. but he doesn't like her because he thinks that she is like a stuck-up... Like, judging him. Uh, like so his own he, she looks down on people. He thinks that she looks down on him, but really she has no interest. 
right? To go out with anyone. She right. wants to be a professional woman. Right, yes. He just works at the coffee shop. But here's the thing. He doesn't just work at the coffee shop. He owns the coffee shop. Nobody knows. So he's a successful person as well. Right. He actually owns the coffee shop. But he plays by his own rules. You this find is not out later that like he invented this coffee shop. Not invented. He, not even, no, he no, opened no. it because it was like his father's dying wish. Not even. No, 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 no. He opened this coffee <laughs> like shop. Like a super sweet sack. No, 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 no. He opened the coffee shop because he doesn't want people like he, he like he doesn't understand starbucks why would they charge six dollars oh, against capitalism yeah why would you charge six dollars for a cup of coffee it's a cup of coffee it's a cup of bean water he's that yeah guy. Okay. maybe that's the name of the store bean water i like it yeah so I'll, he owns bean water i would go into bean water i'd go into bean water i'd order a coffee what else is on the menu of bean water um nothing it's just coffee Tea, uh, water. But what can you eat in there? Muffins. Muffins and scones. Scones. So Yeah, so they do scones also because sometimes all the muffin tins are being used and they just use the same batter on a sheet um, with parchment paper. No, no, I don't even think, I don't think he makes it there. I think he buys muffins. It's like a regular coffee shop, bean water. No, I feel like he makes muffins. Mm-mm. Like that's it's a, part of it's a part cool of his cafe. Charm. He can also cook. It's a cool cafe. He makes good coffee. That's what he's doing. He's, no, he's, I feel like he can also bake. No, he could, he makes great coffee. That's his thing. He loves the art of making coffee. He doesn't understand why people would go to Starbucks. That's not he's saying. That's not coffee. That's a milkshake. That's what he's like. Yeah, you want a milkshake? Go to Starbucks. You want <laughs> coffee? Come to Bean Water. He's that kind of guy. Okay. So, after she meets Bean Water Guy, yeah. she kind of starts to soften up a little bit. Um, but what she happens, doesn't want to admit to it. Here's what happens. He drops something on her purse, or let's say her jacket. And listen, give me the jacket. I'm going to have it laundered. Right. And then I'll bring it to where you work. You work near here, right? Or uh, work near here. Here. And then she's like, yeah, I work at this. All right, here, give me, I'm going to have it dry cleaned. I know a guy who'll do it. Tomorrow, I'll bring it to you to work. So, so he, he said, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry to do that. So, All right, no, it's okay. And then they said, listen, let me make it up to you. Come back later. I'm, I'll get you a cup of coffee on the house. Come. I feel like he brings, when he brings her her jacket, he also brings, like, muffins for her office. Because I'm not listening to you. And he also bakes. And he brings his muffins to the office, and she's like offended by the muffins. He doesn't bake. No, why would you bake? Why would the Why would the guy that loves coffee bake? Because his mother left him a recipe book, no. and then she died. That never happened. No, this guy loves coffee. It's a coffee place only. Why can't the he have a dead baker mother? The The muffins that he buys are just. From BJ's? No, not yeah, but he hates them. He doesn't like them either. He just has to have them because people told him he has to have them. Okay, Why like are his you business partners, him, like cynical, because his business partners are telling him we got to have some type of food. It's not about food. It's about the coffee. It's about the coffee. This right. is bean water. It's not bean water with muffins. Right. It's not called it's not bean water muffins. It's called bean water. Right. Yeah. So, 
he doesn't know. There's no co- there's no muffins involved with bean water. And um, I'll be honest with you, I really want a good cup of coffee right now. <laughs> I'm going to make one after you this. You made yourself want coffee. So what other songs you have? So the rest of the songs Did you do one or on? I did one? I don't remember. Well, I'll do one right now. I'll just go down by, by how I wrote it. Um, Natalie Imbruglia's Wrong Impression. So what, uh, what else do you have? Um, I had Dreams by the Cranberries. That's a good one. That could be in the start of the, of the movie. That's one of my favorite songs. I feel like that really kind of encapsulated the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if this is a movie made in the 90s, a movie set in the 90s, made right now. Um, it's late 90s, early 2000s. We can't really use because Mark Ruffalo right now because he's I don't think anybody. Gray. I don't think anybody is working in that kind of environment now. Meaning not just because of the pandemic, but because I don't think there's any jobs like that where there's just a bunch of people working in an office. Um. Even if there are, I feel like it's not the way it was in the 90s where, like, it was such a big... Like, there's no journalist job like that. There's no newspaper job like that. Right. There are no more magazines, No, really. no. Um, maybe they're, if anything, maybe, like, a publicity company. Maybe they do publicity. Even uh, still, that's just a bunch of kids on YouTube right now. Well, should they? Should this company be like a publicity company that deals with a lot of um, celebrities? And in the movie, there's like celebrity cameos. Oh yeah, you gotta have celebrity cameos. But we just gotta figure out where it's set so we can figure out. Well, it's what set. Celebrities. Well, it'll be in New York. So let's say it's New York. No, what time? Oh, so let's say it's let's say 2002. Oh, so you got like maybe Johnny Knoxville coming through. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do this kind of movie. I feel like he would. He was really narcissistic at the time. Mm, I'm thinking he loved being. You famous. need someone. You need someone definitely, that would need publicity. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, maybe Brian Seacrest, or um, you got to think somebody fashionable, um, like, and someone that would do it. That's the other thing too. Like, who would be in this movie? Maybe. Uh, Maybe Dolor Mulrooney. Dermot. Why? I don't know. No. He's not a Who cool celebrity. Who wants to see him? It's, Everybody wants to see him. That's the most boring guy. You're, you're talking about Dylan McDermott. You get no, that mixed up. No, I know Dolor... Dur- how do you say the other Mulrooney? Dermot I know Mulrooney. Dermot. Is it Dermot Mulrooney? Yes. Okay, so Dermot Mulrooney is the guy from... Uh, the, my best friend's, my best friend's wedding. wedding, and and he's the most boring man ever. Dylan McDermott is the guy that's not him. Yeah, he's yeah, on American Horror Story. Yeah, now. I know him. I'm, I'm not. I know the difference. One. I know the difference. I'm trying to think of somebody that would do that kind of move. Maybe he's the boss. Maybe he's the boss of the company. Uh, he might be the boss. I don't know. Yeah, he's the boss. 
he's the guy running, or is it? Do you think a lady should be running the company? Mm, there's probably a lady running the company. Um, I mean, of course, I'm thinking of Meryl Streep, but just because she was in Devil Wears Prada again. What's the lady's name from? Maybe it's Sybil. Um, oh, um. What's that lady's name? Christine Baranski. Christine Baranski. No, she's too on the quirky. nose. I think it's too on the nose of her being a boss of a company. She's not going to be the boss. Publicity. She'll be. She'll be like the crazy secretary lady. She kind of like floats in and floats out. She's like a crazy. How about? Person. I feel like Jennifer Coolidge might be Jennifer the boss. Coolidge. Yeah, she because she's she's like uh, she'll play the like the dimwit. She's ditzy, but like. She's commanding too. What about this lady? Hold on, I'm going on my computer, and I'm looking up the movie Crooklyn, and it's that lady. Um, she was also in Karina Karina. No, was she? No, uh, Alfre Woodard. I think Alfre Woodard would be perfect for that role. Yeah, she could be the boss. Yeah, she's the boss. She's the boss of the publicity company that this lady works at. You when it has celebrity Gen- cameras. Jennifer Coolidge as, like, the assistant manager. Like, she's in the second seat of power, but she always is trying maybe to get she, the power. Maybe Jennifer Coolidge plays the fake celebrity that this lady's... Ha- like, this is, this is her lady's client. And she's playing, like, the celebrity... No, I really want Jennifer Coolidge trying to command authority in the office. Oh, you want her to do that? Yeah, like, okay. she's trying to command authority, but she's terrible at it, because she's also a dummy. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of celebrities that would be in this movie from that era. Um, how about, um, like Steven Dorff? Steven Dorff is a good one. I feel like maybe Whoopi Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg would be just walking movie. through. She's friends of, with Alfred, kind of, uh, Alfred she's Woodard. She's friends with Alfred Woodard, but she only likes her. And she yeah. kind of mocks all the rest of the people. Yeah. She like rolls her eyes at them and is like, and okay. Alfred Woodard's like, get Whoopi on the line. Yeah, and then she comes in and she's like, I don't know what Alfred Woodard's name is. And then, like, maybe, um. Mrs. You do you want a full name? Or, uh. I don't know. Whatever she calls her. And she goes, like, I'll see you later, girl. And she, like, winks maybe at her. Maybe her last leaves, name is, leaves. like, Devante. Miss Devante. Yeah, Miss Devante. Miss Devante. Yeah. Uh, Lainey, Lainey Devante. Yeah, but Woody, Whoopi Goldberg, Woody, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg only likes her in the office, and she knows like everyone else is kind of a dimwit, but she kind of likes our protagonist. By the way, who's playing playing our protagonist? Uh, it's not. Question. Um, we already got Mark Ruffalo. It's how it, about what's her name? Lainey Boggs. What's her real name? Who? Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. She could do this. Let's it's like innocent enough. Yeah. Or how about Sarah Michelle Geller? Um, Sarah Michelle Geller is the more experienced. Like Rachel Lee Cook kind of looks up to her, but she's kind of like too bitchy. No, Sarah Michelle Geller at that time would not take that role. She wouldn't be bitchy. She wouldn't take the second role. Yes, she would. No. She, she had a, a speechless cameo in She's All That. She was yeah, just was in the bef- cafeteria. Yeah, but she, at 2002, she has a little more... She's Buffy already. She's Buffy. She's in the... I think she's in the Scooby-Doo movies but at the time. But she was the second, and I know what you did last summer. 
Yeah, but also she had a leading role in that um, Simply Irresistible movie. That wasn't, that was after the, that was like maybe 2004. Alright, well let's say it's that era. It's like she, I don't think, she she would not pay second fiddle. Sarah Michelle Yeller played second fiddle a bunch of times. No. If anything, ooh, you know be a good boss? Parker Posey. No, not Parker Posey. Yes. No. Maybe Parker Posey now? No, Parker Posey is one of the celebrities. She's one of the clients. She kind of just like flails into like a middle of a scene and then flails out like she's just like a crazy person. She playing playing herself. All right, that's how you get so. So who say Rachel Lee Cook? Um, so it's Rachel Lee Cook and maybe it's Selma Blair as the kind of bitchy Selma coworker Blair. that Rachel Lee Cook looks up to her, and she's like Selma Blair is the lady that also likes Mark Ruffalo in the Office. Like who's that guy? Like she's like who's that? Like oh he like she's like oh he he owns a coffee shop down the street. He ruined my he sweater. Me, he owed me a dry and cleaner. He said, yeah, yeah. And he's like, wow, he is he is something. And then she starts like, no, he's not. And then thinks you know they start like I don't think Selma Blair. Is Selma like, Blair. She's not cutesy like that. She's more mysterious she and brooding. No, you. She's in movies. Like that, <laughs> she's more like. I feel like she's more stuck up. Well, I think she would take this role so that way she plays a different part. You understand? Oh, so you want you want to see like a different side of her? Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm making too much noise. I'm moving around. Um. Um. So also on this soundtrack is going to be a song called "Good" by Better Than Ezra. Good. Here's the thing. That's like ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, but it's in the ninety in the nineties, they did like throwbacks like that. Now, there wasn't I was, a lot of. It wasn't overly saturated with popular music like the way it is now. Now, I I was talking to you earlier about this kind of place, and usually on the soundtracks of these songs is like a fun song, like a old throwback song. Yes. That people used to, like, let's say it's the karaoke song. So it's like a making fun of it song. And I thought of a good one after you mentioned this earlier. Okay. It's, um, I don't know what it's called, but it's the Walk 500 Miles song. Okay. What is it called? It's called 500 Miles. Is it called? By Proclaimers. The Proclaimers, yeah. Yes. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more So here's the thing, though. On the soundtrack, mm-hmm. it's not the original version. It's the people sing. It's the vi- it's the movie clip of them singing the song. Um, maybe the soundtrack because this was kind of the time when DVDs were blowing up. Maybe the soundtrack also comes with a DVD of a music video of the cast of this movie. Exactly. Like you can pop your CD soundtrack into your computer, or your DVD player, and there's a music video of these people, and they're all doing the 500 miles song. Okay, yeah, it could be that. Yeah, but that's definitely it's them it's like singing. Like a bonus thing. Yeah, this is like her, like Selma Blair saying, "Listen, you got to come with me. There's this place, uh, just opened up. It's a cool karaoke place. 
And she's like, I can't, I gotta go home and, and they're I famous gotta work. For, they're famous for something stupid, like their happy hour is like, their famous thing is like fried pickles. It's ladies night tonight. Or something. It's ladies night, ladies get in free. What else is on the menu? On the menu of the place? Yeah, there's like fried pickles. Something like, mm. there's stupid stuff. I think it's like a, I'm thinking like a tiki bar. Kind of like a tiki bar karaoke place. Mm-hmm. And like as soon as you get in, they have like uh like they have lays. They put lays on you. They put uh they give you uh, coconut drinks and <laughs> pina colada. Well, no, and drink like with oh, a coconut and, and a coconut. Yeah, like you drink out of a coconut cup. Right. And um, and they do the karaoke in a satirical style, much in the way they did um, Benny and the Jets in Twenty Seven Dresses and ruined that song for me. I like the five hundred miles thing. I think there's another. I think there could be something else though, like um, like um, maybe they do like Mickey. No, they did that in Bring It On. Did they? I never saw it Bring It On. Are well, you oh, sure? Oh, I, I guess it got the cheerleading in it, so I don't. I yeah. Don't. So wait, at the end of Bring It On during uh-huh. the credits, it's like Gabrielle Union. I didn't know this. Lip syncing. Mickey, it's a good song. I didn't. It's, I didn't, it's a it's a great scene. I, don't, I never saw it. You never saw Bring It On. We're gonna watch Bring It On later. I've seen it. I just never like. I never saw the full. Yeah, thing. we're gonna watch Bring It On later. I know what happens. Let me think. Oh, what Kirsten else? Kirsten Dunst is in this movie. Doing what? She's just in it. I don't know what she's doing yet. Get too many stars. She, she was in everything. Not really. Maybe she's playing herself, and maybe. Like at the time, she was known as like such a goodie, like a good girl, and no, like she, wasn't. In, she was known as like she always took the parts of like the innocent, um, fun to be around, everybody's best friend. What Kristen Dunst movie are you watching? Like she was always everybody's best friend, she or like wasn't. the most popular girl or whatever. I don't know, but I feel I feel like in the movie, she plays herself, but she's like depressed. I'm trying to think of another song. That could, they could do. Oh, let's. All right, five hundred miles by Proclaimers. We'll put that in there. And I have a few other songs. Oh, other thing too is there's got to be like an old like Motown soul kind of song in this. And kind I, of in the way that uh, on the line, starring Lance Bass and Joey Fatone and Emmanuel Shrieky, they had uh, Al Green in the movie. Yeah, and they sang "Let's Stay Together" at the end. Yeah. But not the new version of what's not no rapping in this version of, of let's stay together. <laughs> so you saw on the line, and you never saw bring it on. I saw that part of on the line. All right. Oh, I saw the whole movie. I saw. I had to watch it for something. But uh-huh. uh, trying to think because like I was telling you earlier, maybe like um, sing that song. How can you mend a broken heart by Al Green? Um, there's also some Otis Redding songs you could put on there. You could do, yeah, you could do Otis Redding. Maybe, um... Try a Little Tenderness. Try a Little Tenderness. That might be too on the nose, though. Like, this this would be the part of after they broke up in the movie, after the, the two protagonists break up. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's always, in the third act, there's always a, some type of falling out. Like, you find something out about him. He lied about something. Yeah. And, um, they broke just some reason they broke it off. Maybe, maybe her old boyfriend is in town mm-hmm. and she crosses paths with him. And Mark Ruffalo catches them, sees him like touching her hand yeah. and like trying to talk to her. 
and she's not into it, but you can't obviously hear anything. No. And he thinks that, oh, she's like, like they, into her let's old say, boyfriend. let's say like, like he kisses her for like four or five seconds and he sees that and then he leaves before she pulls away and, and slaps goes, him. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and yes. So they break up cause he's like, oh, I saw you with your boyfriend. And he's like, I know you didn't see everything, blah, blah, blah. So then they goes, break he up. Goes, he goes, I saw you with Mr. Blue BMW. Yeah. He says that. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, saw you with uh, Mr. Trust Fund. That's okay. Go out, go, you guys go can live go, your life. Guys can go eat out of your silver spoons. Yeah. Like that. I'm going to drink my coffee. My bean water. And then in the in the montage of him, like, missing her, he, like... He tries to make a cup of coffee and he ruins it. Like he's never ruined a cup of coffee before. Yeah, and then he's so frustrated he chucks the cup across the kitchen and he busts it. Yeah. And he like slides down the wall and he's crying. And he has those like big giant silver coffee machines like they have in those places, like those big ones, and he like punches it. So he's rich too? Well, yeah, you need these kind of machines for to make the good coffee. I thought he was in his home. What? I thought you were saying he's no. in his home. Oh, he's, he's trying at work. To, he's at work trying to make coffee and it's not coming out good. And there's like a line in back when people go, I need my coffee. Just wait. Just wait. You oh, I, I thought mean? he's home trying to make himself a cup of coffee. No, no. He's thinking about, uh, who do we say was the was the lady? Lainey Boggs. Rachel E. Cook. Yeah. Okay. He's thinking about Rachel E. Cook. And at on this montage, like she's ruining stuff, like she, like maybe, like she's like um, staring into nothing, and there's a celebrity trying to talk to her, and then she goes like, "What? What? Oh yeah." Who's like a super, super like happening celebrity at the time? Like a supermodel, like maybe a. Well, how about like, um, let's say Carson Daly is talking to her. Carson Daly could be talking to her. Carson Daly played himself though. And with Rachel Lee Cook in um, Josie and the Pussycats. So, yeah, she, he would do it. No, no, no. We we don't want him again. Okay. Um. All right, let's say it's Brian McFadden. Nobody remembers Brian <laughs> McFadden. Only, literally, only me and you remember Brian McFadden. Okay. Um, I met him one time. Yeah, I think you told me. Yeah, he was a total airhead. Uh, let's say it's, uh, let's say Joey Fatone. Let's say Joey Fatone's talking it to It could her. be Joey Fatone, and he'd be like, hey, Lainey. Yeah. I made her name Lainey because it was that and she saw that. That's fine. Hey, Lainey, what the hell's going on with you? Like, he knows her and he knows this is not her personality. It's like drifting personality. Yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry, you know. And also, like, um, Alfre Woodard calls her in for a meeting and says, listen, what's going on? Like, what's she's trying to get personal with her. What's going on? And then he, like, she gives her, gives her some type of good advice. And then she goes and talks to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. But in this scene, there's got to be a song, a soul song. Not Motown. And it's not Try a Little Tenderness? It's in the Stax Records world. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like Ray Charles, like a Ray Charles song. Or I don't know too much Ray Charles music. Um. Just let's put How Do You Mend a Broken Heart by Al Green. Can you stop the rain falling down? Tell me how can you stop 
That'll be, while all that's going on, that song's playing in the background. Excuse me. Okay, and then they are reunited. Where are they reunited? Where's like a common ground to something they both had in common? The first place they met is too too on the nose. It's too corny. Um, let's say they... During their time together, they spent a lot of time at... I got it. I got it. Barnes & Noble. No, no, no. She is doing an art show for some type of celebrity. Some type of celebrity is doing an art show. He is doing the catering, the, catering, the coffee Okay. at that place. So they come together at that. Yeah. And like they see each other and um, I feel like what, what song, song is playing? Yeah. Um, they see each other at the part. Oh, like, what do, what do you think they're going to do? Like Vertical horizon, everything you want. He's everything you want. He's everything you need. He's everything inside of I have here to um BB Max back here. Until you're back here, baby. Miss you, want you, need you so I think that's good. Or um I have here new radicals, you get what you give. Yeah, that could be ending credits. Uh, let's just rattle off some other songs. Um, what do you have any more that you didn't say anything? Um, not really. I I wrote down a bunch of stuff, but while I was driving earlier today, I totally forgot. Coldplay would definitely be on here. Coldplay would be on that. Um, I also wrote down "These Are the Days" or "These Are Days" by When They Meet Ten Thousand Maniacs. Yeah, when they meet again. At the, the art show, it is, uh, and they, they they kiss and make up. It's cold plays in my place. Oh no, too sad. Why is it in my place? That's not sad, is it? That's like it's so drabby. I wanted it to be like but that guitar line. Yeah, but the whole movie is like poppy. Like it's yeah. What did you want in there? Like yellow, something more fun. Yeah, maybe yellow. Yellow's on there. Yeah. Okay. It's a more. It's happier. In My Place is not a bad song. In My Place is just so somber, I feel like. No, but it's got that guitar, little guitar line. I know what you're talking about, but I feel like it's somber. Or how about, um, oh, Shiver would be on here. Shiver's, uh, Coldplay? Coldplay Shiver. I thought you were talking about, um... That would be earlier in the movie. I thought you were talking about that Fuel song. That might be called Shimmer, though. Shimmer, no, not Shimmer. I'm talking about Shiver. You know the song. I feel like there might be a, a fuel song on this playlist. No, well. there's no fuel. I'm, I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> uh, another song, uh, some more songs I have. I have Duncan Cheeks Barely Breathing, which I think would not be on here. Might fit. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Craig David's Fill Me In. No. No? I don't know. Maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe during a, like an office All right, how montage. About, how about Goo Goo Dolls Slide? 
Um, maybe that would be during the like. That could also falling be falling in love and like having things in common. Maybe they're going like, on dates. Like they both, like they both um, realize and start talking about how much they love. Um, what's like a really obscure director? Uh, like they both really love um, s- certain types of movies from like a long time. Like it, there always has to be like a throwback thing. Maybe he's like, uh, maybe it's not obscure. Maybe it's like they both love Woody Allen. Uh, let's say he's like, he takes her out on like Chelsea Pier, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this is my favorite place. And she's like, no kidding. I used to come here all the time with my dad before he died. Somebody has a dead parent. Yeah, yeah. There's always a dead parent. Um, another song I have, U2 Sweetest Thing, but the 90s version, the one with, uh, West Side, Westlife, Westlife. Westlife, yes. Um, yeah, that might be in it. That was in a movie, wasn't it? I feel like it was. Anyway, um, another song I have on here. All of these feel like they were in movies. You don't know, uh, Strange Condition by Pete Yorn, right? I think I played it for you, and you said it was too slow. It's, again, it's somber. That was in the Me, Myself, and Irene soundtrack. A lot of uh, Pete Yorn on that soundtrack. Me, Myself, and Irene? Yes. Well, who did that movie? Was that, that was that a was Fairly Brothers? That was a Fairly Brothers movie. Yeah. Um, Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles, which I think is just too played out now. And I had um, a similar one, which was Michelle Branch's All You Wanted. So lonely, Because it kind of has those lyrics that really... Ooh, would the Santana song be on there? No, 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 no. No Santana at all. <laughs> no. That's... that's So a little bit of love? No, 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 no. No, please. Game of Love. Game of Love. Yeah, okay, now it's going to be stuck in my head that you said the title. Which I think was written by the New Radicals guy. Oh, really? I think so. Right, let me check. Who wrote know. that song? So you talk about songs that you... That you would have put on there. Um, I wrote down "Drive" by the Cars. Okay. I always feel like there's. I know it's old at this point, but um, I feel like there's always like a throwback or two. Yeah. In these movies. Hold on, I'm looking it up now. Who wrote "Game of Love"? The Game of Love. Uh, yeah, songwriter was Greg Alexander, who is the guy from uh, New Radicals. Of course that guy had two first names, Greg Alexander. He had a weird life. Really? I watched, uh, yeah, I read about like his whole thing. Also written by Rick Knowles, and he co-wrote, his songs have appeared on over 200 albums. Oh my goodness. Lana Del Rey, Adele, Stevie Nicks, Dua Lipa. Miguel, Madonna, Dido. Ooh, Dido would be good on this. Yeah, Dido might be on it. Let's see what else. She did a lot at that time. Let's see what Dido's discography is. Where is her discography? Hey. Oh, this is even... This isn't the right Dido. So, Wikipedia put Dido, but it's some type of Greek known as Alyssa or Elisa was the legendary founder and first queen of the 
Phoenish, F- Phoenician? That's not how you spell Phoenician. Mm-hmm. That's how you spell Phoenician? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anytime really? you see uh, P-H-O-E-N like that, it's That's fin. not how you spell it's Phoenician. Fin. Like, think of Phoenix. I thought it was think like Finnish people. Think how you spell... Think how you spell Phoenix. Yeah, I know that, but I never seen it spelled before. I thought Phoenician was more like like Finnish. No, that would be Finnish. Like Finland. Yeah, that would be Finnish. Yeah, Finnishian. Finnishian. No. <laughs> I'm not joking. I think this is probably where we wrap it up. All right. We- so I think we've pretty much covered the playlist. We did pretty good. I think we're going to actually make this playlist, and you could probably, by the time this It'll comes be out, on the notes. Spotify. Uh, yeah, I'll make a Spotify. I'll make a YouTube playlist, and um, yeah, all these will be on uh, Spotify, YouTube. What's the other ones? I can I can put it on for it. It doesn't matter. Probably Apple. App? No, no, no. I don't know. I'll see. But uh, all the songs will be on a playlist, and uh, links will be in the episode description. So, guys. This was fun. I hope we get to do it again. I Uh, hope you guys had as much fun as we did. I forgot what we named the show. Playlisting with Mike and Susie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all right. So, this has been, if it is, uh, Playlisting with Mike and Susie. Thank you, guys, and uh, have a good day.